Tony Hawk, I'll skate for the dick. Hey. Retweet my own Twitter, hate for the dick. What? Lead a state, vacate for the dick. I'm Fuck around and gain weight for the dick. Damn. Have kid John and Cake plus eight for the dick. Ew. Fly London, hey mate for the dick. What? Damn, you do all that? What, what, what would you do? What you wanna do? Alright, I'll tell you what I do. I'll tell you what I do. I'll snitch for the dick. For real? Spaz fiend and twitch for the dick. What? Snap your mama for the dick. Huh? Bend your, bend your gullah gullah for the dick. What? I turned up for the dick. Mm. Punch Trump in the nuts for the dick. Damn. Show wall for the dick. For real? Sneeze, yawn, and cough on the dick. You good? I get silly on the dick. Uh. Will Smith get jiggy for the dick. Damn. I get crunk for the dick. Ow. Let's start like a brunch for the dick. Hey, what? What? So, <laughs> welcome on in to this episode of Black Girl Brunch. You know, we decided to open up with a freestyle, the For The D Challenge. Everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. Erica Badu has done it. Yep. Um, Issa Rae has done it. That's what really pushed it. Yeah, me. once Issa Rae did it, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I agree. I'm, I want to get into this. Because I was going to text you early, like in the morning to say we should do it, but then when I saw Issa Rae do it, that's when I texted you. So I know. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'd have been like, um, but I'm like, oh, Issa did it, then. now it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome on in. I'm Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you for listening to another episode of Black Girl Brunch. Um, we're going to skip right over our phase four for this um, week. But how was your weekend? My weekend? What the hell did I do? Oh, I worked. I've, yeah. I started working at the haunted house. And I just got to say, I need some insoles for my <laughs> damn shoes. <laughs> That's the conclusion that I've come from. Especially if I say something exciting. Uh-uh, No. <laughs> The, it's only been it's only been what three days I was working there. I'm like uh uh-uh, uh I don't know how the hell I'm gonna do this all October. I need some damn insoles. Doctor Show. Yes, at first I was gonna get like the cheap ones that I got before from CVS, but no, I need Doctor like Show. Like medical. Me, yes, medically <laughs> approved. Pe- what's the feet doctor? Podiatrist. Podiatrist approved insoles because my feet was fucking barking. Okay. <laughs> But it was fun getting back to scaring people. That was really fun. Yeah, I gotta. I'm really gonna come this year. No, but we're gonna walk through together. But it's funny, like, especially black people, because like this one girl was like, "You can't be doing that," and I'm like, "I'm you. You said I can't be doing my job. Like, you are actually in a haunted house right now. (laughs) Why the fuck? Some people throw their fists up at me, like, "Yo!" Like stuff like that. I I don't understand people like that. Like, you are here to get scared. (laughs) But some people get like dragged there. Like their friends are like, "Come on!" But like, see, I don't get dragged places. I'm nowhere I don't want to be. So I don't necessarily understand that. Real shit, though. Like real shit. Yeah, like if I don't want to come, you can give me the most convincing argument that you have. (laughs) But my black ass is still going to be where I want to be. No, for real. But because we are you, walking through. Yeah, because I want to do it. I really yeah. do. And I'm not going to act weird when people scare me. <laughs> um, I just laugh. I'm trying to think. What did I do this weekend? Um, me and Lacey, we went out on Friday. My girlfriend, mm-hmm. Lacey. Um, and it was cool. We was chilling. My back was still hurting. But it's feeling much better now. That's good. I got some good ass rest. I watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy. I got <laughs> in my feelings. But, you know, I've been actually getting into sailing with my mom, so... 
That's a whole I'm, other story. I'm glad you watch and say it. No, no, I'm happy I gave it a shot. So yes, that's I'm, I'm happy that I have that. And like, it's such a good time to watch it now that it's about to be October. Very, very, yep, very, yep, very it timely. Is. It's like giving me a lot of gothic vibes. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, let's get into this tea time here. So, you know, the Kardashians, their temp season is coming up, so everybody's showing their ass naturally. Um, so you got Scott who's dating Lionel Richie's like what? 12-year-old daughter. What is she, like 19 years old? 20. 20. Okay, so this grown man with three children is dating her. Um, St. West finally came outside, and now Kylie Jenner might possibly be pregnant. When I heard, I was at work, when I, I read it, when we were like at our post-show meeting, and I just was quiet about it. I like, <laughs> I don't want to want this to leave my lips, but then one of my coworkers was like, oh, Kylie Jenner's pregnant. And I was like, yeah, I read it like about 10 minutes ago, but I didn't want to say anything. And everybody was talking about it. I read it when I was at work, and I literally just rolled my eyes because I saw the TMZ reported it. So, of course, of course, they was like, you know, it's been reported to us that this happened. TMZ but, has been right about almost almost everything. That's true, but let us not forget they killed Lil Wayne. TMZ that's, did. TMZ killed Lil Wayne, but they also was on the ball about that Beyonce pregnancy. Like I, yeah, I agree were. with them. I mean, I take it as a grain of salt, but I pretty much believe them, especially because like everybody been saying, Chris Jenner is probably the one that leaked it. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true. She don't. She certainly don't look pregnant, but she's not saying that she's not. Which I don't care. How big of a celebrity I am, I would just be like, nah, not pregnant. It's so many opportunities to make a joke about it, but they they don't want to shut the rumors down because the show, the tenth, you know, the season yeah. about to start. So if she is pregnant, how fucking irresponsible, you know? That's number one. But like your mother was saying, and what if she, Kylie is Kim's surrogate? Yes, my mom did say that, and my mom said it with a confident look on her face that because the like, dates Damn. match up. The dates match up because yeah. Kim's surrogate will be due in, what, January? Yeah. And they said that Kylie would be due roughly around February. Yeah. So, if she is carrying her sister's baby, that is very great, though. That is. Yeah. Who could judge? Like, she's, like, young, and if she's been approved to carry a baby, healthy, why would... Like, I, but if I don't think is, I would do it, but... Yeah. Because I'm not interested in being pregnant <laughs> for anything other than, like, my own, like, you know, yeah, personal but, child. If that is her and Travis Scott, baby, true child. Them natural genetics is going to be real. But the thing is, though, sometimes other people be having, like, cute (laughs) babies. I did. Um, But, like, um, she she just was not bad. Like, you know, her regular look wasn't bad. But... Travis Scott, he looked different. He looked like he looked a like he bark. Yeah. He looked like an actual, like a puppet. <laughs> so I'm just, or he kind of looked like Dave Chappelle in The Nutty Professor. Oh, yeah. Or I was going to say he looked like Mr. Hanky from um, <laughs> like a piece of shit. <laughs> it's Hanky from Southport. Yeah, I can definitely see that. But like, honestly, what's his name again? Who? The, the guy that supposedly uh, seated her up. Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Is that the same one that sang Antidote? Yeah, and that's the one that, uh, but that's why they were saying he wasn't playing when he said plant that seed inside you, because that's the one, yeah, he was a sister song. Okay, Lord. because that's- it's him and another one with the same hairstyle that I get confused. It's like Travis Scott <laughs> and it's like another one that's All the niggas is the same. Like Playboy Cardi, 21 Savage, they all got the same they, hairstyle. They all one niggas. But I know he's actually, what's the, what's the one name that wrote Wild Thoughts? Like, wow, wow, wow. 
Is it Travis Scott? That's Bryson Tiller. No, he didn't write it. He was just in it. Oh, he was. <laughs> Wait, it's another nigga that wrote that? Tra- Travis Scott. Okay, I'll, f- I'll find that one out. But it's like two niggas, and I always get them confused. They got the same hairstyle, and they're actually talented. That's the thing about the Metro cartoon. Boomin? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like. They all one nigga. They all one person just disguising themselves as different people. Because, like, seriously, Playboy Cardi and 21 Savage are the same person. They look so much alike. They are, but Playboy Car- Cardi is um, cuter. He is a little cuter, but... Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, I want to know if she's pregnant, and I don't even care about the family, but I want to know because if she just raw niggas, it's funny because, like I said, it just goes back to my theory that the Kardashians are ghetto. Yeah, it, it, I love it because there's nothing actually wrong with what they're doing, but it's just the same thing that like black women get dragged for all the time. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's like the wigs, the none of the, all of them having like children before like marriage and stuff like that. Like nobody, it's always trendy when they do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to shame her. I just want to know if you know what's the tea. Yeah. Exactly. So um, speaking of the Kardashian, Kanye Kardashian is getting a little <laughs> thick. He is. He been missing no meals. And he look good to me. Like. I love, a thick, I love a thick man because it's just like, because he don't look like, I mean, he got a little belly, but he just look like he's strong. He like he could flip a table over. He, he don't do. Look so, hey, but a lot of people was like making fun of his weight and stuff like that. I'm like, y'all know damn well y'all got a little chubs in the past, so stop trying to pretend. Like, I know I was quiet <laughs> when I saw him gain weight. Okay. I was like, oh. Because so did I. Because my weight gain usually comes right after Thanksgiving and Christmas, but... Honestly, this year, it just hit me all from all different unexpected angles. Okay. So, I'm not mad at Thick Ye. Like, he getting, he getting his meals, and most importantly, he's shutting up, and he's not saying anything about Beyonce. So, <laughs> he got to eat to control himself, so the fuck be it. Mm-hmm. Right, so moving on. Tamar Braxton. Um, Tamar Braxton has decided that after this... Um, album that she's dropping she's gonna leave music alone for a little bit and focus on her marriage that is so nutty to me like (laughs) how is a like i don't get it like how is a marriage like i mean i can't even say it like i can't even form formulate a sentence because it's like focus on your marriage like you saying it's like it's a career like to me marriage is like okay we come home we do this we do stuff together blah 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 but like to focus on it's like why the fuck can he work well, I feel like this. I feel like, all right, if your marriage is having some stress and you want to save it and your marriage stresses because you ain't never home, your marriage stresses because y'all ain't having sex no more because you ain't never home, it's because y'all out to dinner and you answering your phone because of work and you touring and you barely being a mom, then I do understand you taking a break, but just take the fucking break. Like, why yeah. do you have to tell us, like, oh, I mean, I guess to create some urgency, like, hurry up, go to my tour, because after this, like, I'm not going to be doing it ever. Like, first of all, Tamar, you're a musician, and if you, you love music enough to try to keep trying when no one was thinking about you and it worked out for you, how you don't, I'm sure you love music enough to give it a rest and then come back, like, you know you're not retiring from music. And also, it's like, why? I know, like, from watching Brexit's family values, like, he didn't, he would always withhold her music because he didn't want her to, like, be out in the spotlight, whatever, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But it's like, why would you make, give her bangers then? 
Yeah, she gonna say there's a lot of things that are going on in my relationship and me being close to this music industry and whatever I can do to eliminate all the distress and problems of my relationship. I would rather do that. But Tamar, I'm gonna tell you this right now. No matter what you do, you still gonna be still be you. And if you like, yeah, you're. That the extraness that you add to this industry is because you're Tamar, the the gossiping, the feuds, the yeah. drama, the extraness. We love it, but of course it's gonna have some strain on your personal life. Why don't you just sing the fucking tune and go sit down, <laughs> like like your sister do? That's what Tony Braxton does, and like yeah, because it ain't about music. It's her. She like she a loud mouth. She always she, gotta start something. Yeah. She said, my husband um, and I work very close together, and it's really hard, you know. Not only do we work together, he's my baby daddy, and you know we've been together forever. He's my best friend. It's a lot. Okay. So, I just, I guess I see people like Beyonce and Jay-Z, but that's not the best example to use anymore because of Jay-Z's infidelity. But I just don't, if, if music is your job... You're going to have to figure out, like, you shouldn't have to give up your job for your relationship. Because, like, I wonder if he would do the same thing for her. Now, if he would do the same thing for her, like, if he's taking a break from all his his work and stuff like that to work to, to work this relationship out, I'm, I think I get it. But if it's only you, if you're going to just stay home and play trophy wife to save your relationship, that's um, some uh, smelly bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Very smelly. That is, like... Cause, cause I feel like men like don't be working as hard to save stuff. I know as women, you know. And she got a song. Cause Tamar, I'm actually kind of upset. Cause she got the jams and her first she album. She Please, she got a song and she was like talking about how she gonna stay down and fight for her man, fight till her heart is black and blue. And I believe she would do that. But, and that's beautiful. Like, I'm going to fight for this love. But if it's like a fight that you're doing by yourself, that's very unattractive. It is. And I know she seemed like the type that would be, um... Like, sacrifice. Like, why you love sacrifice like, so much? No, girl. No, no, no. All right, so we're moving on to Cardi B, who has been breaking records, which we are happy for him. We're going to get to that. But she also... Like, she said something really, really shitty over the weekend. And when people tried to get with her about it, she did not want to hear it. She yeah. said something ignorant. So, you know, there's been all this stuff going on with Donald Trump, which we'll talk about later. And there's also been these threats of Korea just blowing us the fuck up. Mm -hmm. So... Cardi going to write on Twitter, I can't believe this mofo so worried about football players when Wan Tong Soup talking about he finna blow shit up. Okay, so wonton soup, she's talking about the Korean dictator, King Jong-un, who is absolutely a piece of shit. Exactly, like, like she could have that tweet was fine t up until she said... Wonton soup. Yeah. Because wonton soup is Chinese, and... He's Korean. He's Korean. And it's a very, like I said, whenever you want to know why something is painful, why something is problematic, all you got to do is look back at the history. What's the problem? Is that everybody assumes that every single Asian person is Chinese. Chinese. And it gets to the point where when you hear that somebody is Chinese, I know for me, it's always like, ooh, because you've been used, like, you've been used to calling people who weren't Chinese Chinese so much. It's, it's like it's a slur almost. Yeah. It's like, 
that, that's how I feel like as an African-American who's had family members who don't care. As long as a person is Asian, Japanese, Cambodian, Vien Vietnamese, anything, mm -hmm. they could actually be talking to you about their culture and they'll still be like Chinese person. Yeah. You know what I mean? So with that history, with... Asian people have been talking about this loudly for years. Yeah. There should be no reason why people are making these jokes. And then Cardi, um, people were getting on her, and Cardi B going to retweet something that said, um, I don't know why um, y'all getting mad at Cardi. She's just insulting a dictator. But by insulting him, by calling him, you know, Chinese when he's not, you're Is actually it, insulting a race. Everybody. Yeah, like a, race a bunch of people. of people. And it's like, there's so many other things you could call them. You could call them short. You can call them fat. You can call them, I mean, even though some people would have a problem with that, you can call them like chubby or something like you call them a, a brat. A, a bitch. Yeah, or you something like that. Like, yeah. But like to say a racial slur, and it's just very frustrating. It's like, lazy. I, it's it very lazy. lazy. It's, not, it's funny. not funny. Like, I love Cardi, the, the fact that she is herself, and you know, but she really needs some sort of media training and I know she can get it in a way where she doesn't like you know is not being herself it's like she can you know understand that this is not okay to say right exactly and I just feel like you know if you ever check Cardi out in these interviews she's super quiet yeah. and it's because what comes with being herself is that she's super candid and she's nervous that she's gonna say something wrong and mm -hmm. she probably is because this isn't the first time she said something shitty. Like, she's also, you know, said, what, tranny, right? Yeah. And she said about, yeah, she said she said she was going to trick her boyfriend into sleeping with a trans, drug him, trick him to sleeping with a trans woman. And right. And that, she, that's a very dangerous Problem, yeah, that like is, actual problem. That is it's an happening. actual problem. And, like, because people think that's something that will happen to them, you right. know? And it's a problem because it's, like, you're taking lightly the rape of men, which is something that shouldn't be lightly because men can also be raped as exactly. well. Exactly. So. so it's, like, two things that was just super problematic. And after that, I know she was freaking out because people was getting with her, but at first she was being combative about it, and then I guess somebody that she, like, really trusted told her why that was wrong, and she apologized for it. But it's, like, there's only so much much you could push under the rug because like somebody said it is right it's not fair that you know people banish you know as like banks but like forgive cardi but like and my thing yes, is, is fair. Car my thing is cardi is like she's actually sweet and she does have sweet moments of her yeah. as like banks has never had a sweet moment but um but yeah my thing is it's just she just needs to be more aware. Somebody need to somebody that she trusts or whatever. Like, just she need to talk to her. You gotta be open to feedback from people outside of people in your circle. Yeah, That's my it, thing. yeah, outside and of your maybe circle. Maybe she's getting there. Maybe she's getting there. But what I didn't like was that there was this like young girl. It looked like she might have been like nineteen or so. She said something to Cardi B, and Cardi B said something, something like bitch, bitch. like you hating ass bitch. Yeah. And the girl responded, "I brought Bodak Yellow three times," and then Cardi B blocked. Doctor. Like, so you're f you? Why are you talking to your fans like that? Like that makes me mad because I'm like Cardi. You literally was just on Instagram. That's why we root for you. That's why we root for you. You was just a regular, regular ass bitch, like Re you said. Yes. But you, your fans, people like this girl who. People were hypo-interested in Bodak Yellow, and that's why it soared the way it did. Not just because the song was hot as fuck, but because they like you. So imagine how stupid that girl is feeling like you blocked her. I think she owes that girl an apology. Like, she does. Dead ass. Like, this girl, this regular girl who's not rich, teenagers, telling you she brought your shit three times. Not only you call her a bitch, you blocked her. 
that was, I mean, again, I do forgive Cardi because I know that sometimes ignorance is just very, very... Because we know people it's just very like strong. her. Yeah, I know so many people like her who just say ignorant shit on Twitter, but I'm like, they're not a bad person. They just kind of, you know, definitely really fucked up. So, yeah, but Azalea Banks, on the other, um, on the other hand... She did have sympathy at first. Like, she said, like, shitty things. And people would feel sorry for her because she talked about how she was abused mm-hmm. and how she's self-conscious and every other boo-hoo, the fool story. But then it got to the point where she started, like, insulting, you know, Rihanna. And when she started insulting, what's her name, Sky? What's her name, Sky Jackson? Or am I... Oh, yeah, Sky Jackson. Mm-hmm. When, she's, when she insulted Sky Jackson, that was irredeemable for me. And if yeah, Cardi B insulted an actual child and start talking about how they needed curves and stuff like that, I wouldn't... I don't give them how hot Bodak Yellow is. I would never listen to it again. Yeah. So that's where Azalea Banks fucked up. And not to mention the self-hatred and the sacrificing of the chicken. She needs some talk <laughs> space or something. Like, she needs someone to talk to. She's crazy. Like, she's a nutcase. And I just saw something, um, actually, on the shade room. I, um, some, I guess the, the producer who produced Bodiac Yellow posted, like, him with the plaques. And Azalea Banks comments, congrats to you and only you. Like, that was unnecessary. Exactly. And guess what? Nobody knows a single Azalea Banks song that's not an actual fan. I don't know. I heard Azalea Banks beats one time, and I said, never again. I don't have to ever hear this again. <laughs> it sounds like actual trash in rhythm form. So I don't like I don't like her at all, if you, if you haven't figured that out by now. Yeah. And, but a redeeming thing with Cardi B, a redeeming thing, is that, like, what was it? Bodak Yellow was like it took a number one spot like it did something record breaking like yesterday and it was just a it was just a good moment for her like she seemed very very appreciative yeah. every single uh lady rapper that she looked up to she said gave her a shout out mm-hmm. that's got to be good because that like is. that I don't think that that happens to nobody else like I feel like if it was Lil Kim it was like Foxy Brown hating on her when it was Nicki Minaj it was Lil Kim and eventually Remy Ma that wasn't liking her yeah. and who's to say Cardi can't have no beef in the future but that's nice that during her big milestone mm-hmm. Missy Elliott everybody was yep. like 100% you deserve it mm-hmm. that was hot yeah like, that's unheard of. Mm-hmm. That is very unheard of. That's why I want her to shut up and, like, get some media training. <laughs> Just don't talk. Do what you've been doing. Exactly. And stop, like, your fans, you would be nothing without your fans. Not a damn like, thing. excuse me. You know how, when I, like, used to be blogging heavy, you know how many fucking people that, like, that supported me would just annoy the fuck out of me, but I still was like, you know what? This person believes in me, exactly. and I'm nothing. Like, I'm just running the fucking blog. I'm not even getting paid for this. I'm just making stupid jokes, but they still was like reblogging my shit, like following me, defending me, and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? So what? They might be a little kooky, looky. Exactly. But this me. person, in their eyes, I mean something. Like yeah, exactly. Like come on, you can at least take that from it. I just can't imagine having a fan and being like, bitch, even if I disagree, like, the fact that this person is tweeting at you, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, happy for Cardi, but I want her to do better. All right, so we're moving into the sunken place. Tea time was short this week because we're going to spend a lot of time in the sunken place, okay? (laughs) A lot, because I've been stewing all weekend. I've been, like, stewing to the point where I'm, like, if I didn't have a podcast, I would probably, 
have done something. Like, I don't understand what normal people do when they get mad. Like, what do y'all talk? But anyway, so in the same place this week, um, we have people who are hiding behind patriotism to, like, continue the hate. They're hiding behind patriotism to be racist. Um, we got Donald Trump, who decided to start a feud with the NFL and the NBA, the two blackest sports in the history of the world. He really is a bag of dicks. Absolutely. So, you know, Colin Kaepernick has been doing his silent protest for like a little over a year now. And Donald Trump has been talking shit about it for the longest. But this weekend, he decided to escalate it. He decided to call him an ungrateful son of a bitch. Which is like, how? I never, like, her. Like I know that Obama did call, what did he call Kanye West? He called him an asshole. Yeah, Jack 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 like Which yeah, was true. But like it was mm-hmm. true. But like I've never heard a like a like I don't associate presidents with like cursing and stuff like that. Like especially son of a bitch. Like son of a bitch is something you say about somebody who like cut you off in traffic. You call somebody son of a bitch that like snatched money out your hand and like ran down the street. Like you don't call somebody a son of a bitch for a silent protest. Exactly. But and- like but you know what? That's how white people get about this flag. And yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and speak in general. I dare somebody to be like, not all white people. I dare you. I really do. Because <laughs> I this, double fucking dog dare you. <laughs> at this point, like, we're just really going to talk about it in general terms. Like, because you don't, you hardly ever see black people defending the flag. You hardly ever see black people defending the military. I'm not going to say that we don't have no Uncle Toms out there that'll try to do it. Mm-hmm. Even the, like black veterans that I know, and they are in my family, they understand it because they know that, number one, if you want to disagree with the flag and the national anthem, that's your fucking God-given right. And you have that choice. It's not also- a dictatorship. The thing that's making me mad too is people are derailing what the kneeling is for. It didn't even start for like the flag. It was against police brutality. It was a way to get attention. Yeah, the way to get attention. Um, and like people are like now they're they're kneeling against Trump and stuff like that. Like that's not what it was for. Like that's not what it was for in um the first place. But since Trump put it in his fucking head that it's against the flag, now we gotta talk about that dumbass flag. Like exactly. y'all been desecrating the flag. Like, you know, I was looking at this this thread on Twitter and it was saying like you're not supposed to wear it. You're not supposed yeah. to like all this stuff like that. Right. And like honestly like even if that wasn't all that stuff was true, like still fuck the flag. That shit means nothing to me. Fuck Butsy Ross. <laughs> fuck all them. Like and nobody tell that bitch to thread that shit anyway. Exactly. It didn't even look like it originally but anyway it didn't and also they're like you're disrespecting the military okay here's my problem with that y'all when you say you're disrespecting (laughs) the military by uh kneeling y'all act like there's not people in the military in the service that don't deal with these same problems or it's people that that's a lot of people there are against their will in the military like christian was saying like um I was, she was saying on Twitter, like, a lot of people, like, you know, have been tricked into going to the military. They went in there for because, benefits. Yeah, for benefits because they had no way to get a job. I mean, even, like, No now. education. Yeah, no exactly. way to pay for education. Exactly. Like, a lot of black and Latino people, even now, they still are going to the military because they have, they feel like they have no skills. They have nothing. What else am I going to do? So they go into the military. Oh, my God. And I am so against the fucking military. I fucking hate the military, all of them, especially the United States one, because... 
when my uncle, first of all, my uncle, I, he's he was never, after he got from Vietnam, he was never, like, a right person. When I was, like, three years old, he used to at, tell my mom, he used to accuse me of taking his medicine. When I was three, like, I couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even reach the dresser. <laughs> like, he used to accuse me of stealing his medicine and shit. And he just was, like, uh-huh. ba- like he just was, like, the a fucking crazy uncle that lived in the back room. And he just, I know, it's hard boy to describe. But he was, he was bad shit. So then he passed away. We didn't really have enough money to, um, you know, bury him. And he didn't have no fucking health care or nothing. He had to go to that dumbass vet hospital, like, that's near, like, South Philly, mm-hmm. um, which is, the house is, hospital is shitty. Um, and they fucking buried him in a wooden box. Mm-hmm. And all the shit, he went into the service when he was 18, and he did all that shit in Vietnam, and all we got was a fucking flag. You know where that fucking flag is? It's in my basement. And they got all these cobwebs and bullshits <laughs> over it. So fuck that flag. Like, I will fucking take that flag. Like, I can really, I wish I could just take that flag out on the street and just, like. Wipe my ass. Just I mean. Wipe, yeah, wipe yeah. my fucking ass with it. Yeah. Or have, like, a bunch of kids in Heelys just, like, skate over that shit. <laughs> but here's my thing. Like, obviously, I respect what the military and the Navy and all those other people do to protect my black ass. Because I'm not fitting to fight nobody. So. So, like, I do, like, don't get me wrong. People who serve and protect, it's great. But I do think that it's propaganda to get people to be, like, quote, unquote, heroes. Yeah, And they forget, number one, yeah, you kill kids. You go do to somebody else the same thing you don't want done to me. Like, that that's horrible. And I don't really have a say in that. But I think that, one, you, we forget to talk about the fact that tr- they don't get the correct mental health um, care sometimes. Yeah, because that's how my two, uncle was fucking crazy. Yeah, two, uh, when women and uh, bl- black people or people of color go over, you know, to the, these places, they go and they do put their life on the lines and then they got to come back to America and they get the same shitty treatment mm-hmm. from people because they don't wear their uniform all the time. Mm-hmm. And people's assumption is just automatically that... A troop is just a white man. They mm-hmm. always think a troop is just a white man. So, like, news fucking flash. Somebody could be dealing with the problems of police brutality and the problems that black people and people of color face in America and be in the service at the same fucking time. Like, the fact that people think that it's disrespectful to the military shows that they have no sense of intersectionality, that these two identities can intersect. Being into the military and also having to deal with, like, police brutality. I know a guy who is just so confused because he loves being in the military because, like, all right, that's his prerogative. He wants to serve. He wants to protect. But then he gets into the military, and then there's white boys who treat him like shit. So... You know, that's just, that's shutting everybody up. Every, yeah. you know, football is a place where we go for entertainment. Well, where the fuck do black people go fuck where, we, y'all where, we can't, where we can't worry about being black? Exactly. Everybody, you know, he called Colin Kaepernick an overpaid brat and this, that, and the other. Bitch, he you got a been, fucking nerve. So he wasn't overpaid when he wasn't saying nothing, but now the moment he, he ungrateful. They but he didn't even nerve. say anything. That's the thing. Well, like, he wasn't doing anything because yeah. his actions do speak louder than he could ever. They, that's talk, very true. You know? So 
I just think it's so funny that the word ungrateful is being thrown around, okay? Because and Brett, because he's a fucking Brett. Like, this if man, I never seen one. This man literally is bitching on Twitter. The fucking president of the United States is Tweets. like fucking tweeting. Tweet. Like, when I fucking tweet, I'm always talking about bullshit. Like, I'm fucking complaining about something or making a stupid joke or, like, exactly. posting a gif or something. Bullshit. Or, like, and he's fucking... He's serious. He, he's, he's fucking serious. serious. Like, and the fuck, and also like, this is like, it's it's, it's kind of all topic. But the fact that he called Kim Jong Un Rocket Man, that is fucking ridiculous to yeah. me. Like a fucking president. Like he wants a zinger all the time. Exactly. Like, stop it with the zingers and start running the fucking country. Exactly. Because we can't help you, our president. But the least you could do is stop being so shitty at it. And I hopefully I hope everybody is right that he will not make it four years because I cannot take this bullshit. No, I really can't. I cannot. I really cannot. Not take this bullshit like it's not even like he's not even trying to get to the bottom of like why the nfl players and why people are doing this like he gotta, it's just he so, gotta keep his base and he it's gotta keep his crazy base. to me that people respect a flag and a fucking national anthem more than they do a fucking black bodies i'm like and like Vince Staples said, the fucking nationalism don't even slap. Like, that shit is fucking corny. Like, <laughs> Yes, and like, I just like, let's just listen to this, like, compare the rhetoric. Like, when he was talking about the Charlottesville massacre and those terrorists, he called them very fine people. But when he's, we're talking, and they actually ran a woman over with their car, and they were very violent. And here we got, you know, this NFL thing going on where people are silently kneeling during a song. Okay, during the song, and they are ungrateful. They are terrible people. They need to be fired. That, again, here we we, we kind of go back to last week with the Jamel Jamel Hill situation. People are calling on these athletes for being fired for speaking up. That is the actual definition of dictatorship when your livelihood is threatened yeah, because so, you speak up. So what happens to free like so is no such thing as free speech when they say stuff like that. Yeah. But when these fucking white niggas walking around with fucking tiki torches, that's free speech. Like Or when he says grab her by the pussy, that's that's free, that's free speech. speech. But when you actually don't say anything and just get on your knee and freedom of expression, that's not okay. It's just such I just you know what? You can't talk to these people. Like, I, I've been looking on Twitter all week at just people trying to have an actual conversation with these stupid... They're, that's what they are. They're stupid, uneducated white people. And you just... You cannot talk to them. You Every can. time you do, they be like, yeah, but you don't disrespect the flag. Like, it's a flag, sis. It's a flag. It's no pride in that flag for me. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's not. I don't look at that flag and feel happy. At the very most, I get gassy. That's exactly. it. Exactly. That shit is pussy, like, for real. Like, That's fuck it. that flag. I mean, honestly, I've repped the fucking African flag. That Those colors are bomb. Red, green, and black. I didn't black. that, though. Like, like I, if I had to rep a flag, it definitely would be that. Like, flags just don't do it for me. Flags don't do it for <laughs> me either. I'm saying, if, if I had to rep a flag, it would de- rep a flag. it definitely would be the African-American flag. Yeah, you know what gets me going? The fist. Like, the black yeah, and the fist. fist. Like, yeah, I like that. That's representation. Like, that's- if it's on the flag, so be it. But I'll take a hoodie. I'll take my actual fist, anything. Like, that really gets me. That makes me feel powerful. And it's so funny because people, they 
consider that as a form of hate, like black power, because people just, they don't bang with the Black Panthers, but I do, because they, they stood for everything I believed in, which is, you know, if don't start no stuff, won't be no stuff. Like, that's just, that's what I live by. If you'd like to fight, knock if you buck, but if not, like, okay, fine, I just want to, like, grow my people and blah, 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 and I don't care if you're a cop, I don't care if anybody else, we can fight if you want to. So... <laughs> And then, um, you know, if that wasn't enough, he disrespected our light-skinned brother, Steph Curry, okay? So, Steph Curry was asked if he wanted to go to the White House, and he pretty much was like, no. Like, you know, I went last time because it was different people there. <laughs> but now that these people are there, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And so, um, uh, President Trump, oh, I'm sorry, y'all President Trump was like, <laughs> uh, you know, being invited to the White House is a great honor. Your invitation is revoked. First of all, how you, he just said he ain't coming. So how you going not? I, you can't uninvite me to some shit I wasn't going to. That's just, that's just like, he really, I feel like he only hear like three words. Like he don't hear, he heard I'm not coming. Like he heard White House not bad. coming. White House bad. Yeah, White House bad. Like, he didn't hear the whole thing he said. So, it's just like, my nigga, nobody was fucking coming. Like, nobody did, nobody wanted to come. Like, exactly. Nobody wants to see you and your fucking stiff ass wife. No, nobody. And your who, fucking demon ass son. Who I'm not sure is actually a real person. <laughs> so, it's like, at the end of the day, you and bronze. <laughs> Your son and your alien freaky wife can just stay over there by yourself and let anybody who wants all three people in the NBA, they can come see you exactly. if they want to. But what I like is how, you know, LeBron James lost to Steph Curry, but he came to his fucking rescue. That's how thick blackness is, like yes. black love is. He yeah. called them a fucking bum, and <laughs> that's what he is. And then somebody was like, well, do you feel sorry for your name calling? LeBron was like, what What I call him? I don't say it. Repeat it. Oh, bum. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. No, I don't regret saying that at all. Like, what you thought? He was going, like, <laughs> nobody respects this president. He doesn't respect And the people us. that respect him are fucking swamp monsters. <laughs> 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 With no fucking health care. Actual swamp monsters who are blaming Obamacare for the fact that, you know, they didn't have benefits. It's like, no, it was you. It was you, Sally Mae. It was you. <laughs> All right, fucking cousin fuckers. <laughs> so with all this going on, with all this going on, you know, there's all this happening with Puerto Rico, and he says nothing all weekend. Puerto Rico is really, like, it's fucked up, dying. Like it's literally, it's almost, it's almost as worse as Texas. And then he goes, or Katrina. That no, it's, it's like almost Katrina status. Jesus Christ! And then he compare. He goes when he does make a statement. He goes, yep. Puerto Rico was fucked before this storm, so that's why it's so bad. All right, great. You've established that Puerto Rico is a suffering part of this country. What are you going to do, though? Like, what are you going to do, though? It's still a part of this country. But he don't care because it's fucking, it's, it's not a lot of crackers there. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Like, I, I just... I'm so sick and tired of just the blatant, the blatant hatred towards people of color. I'm so sick and tired of people under the impression that black people have to be overly grateful for everything that we work hard to but achieve. But yes, master. Oh, oh Lord. Like, we have to be grateful for that. Like, it's just outstanding. It's just outstanding. Okay, so we're moving on. Um... 
we were about to move into common senses, but we just got a little bit of breaking news. Yeah, I just um I I was going to, I I was debating if I should send it to you now or um wait. Well, it just so happens that it's been confirmed that Khloe Kardashian <laughs> is pregnant. Who really, she who she dating? Which basketball player is she dating now? I don't know. Some talk some nigga. It's a nigga. Yeah, some nigga that is like <laughs> scared to walk to the corner store without his cousin. <laughs> like some like a scary ass black guy that you be like, wait, I ain't seen him play all season. <laughs> Except for James Harden. I really was actually kinda hurt yeah. by that. Like I was pretty, pretty, pretty hurt by that. So Yep, so we're moving on into um common senses. And this week we're talking about let's chill. Let's if you've got a message recently, somebody that said, Hey, I wanna hang out with you and you go, Okay, what you wanna do? And they go, You can come to my place and we can chill. My thing is I'd rather for you to be upfront and be like, All right, you trying to fuck like cool like if you say that if you up front and just be like let's fuck i would be like all right i can give you my quick no um <laughs> but it's just like trying to like you know sugarcoat it as like oh we chilling or whatever and even if we are chilling like it's a, a bum nigga thing like i'm not like chilling with somebody is like somebody that you already know like right, you know exactly and it's like y'all all out of options because y'all done, done done everything, and so now you want to chill. Chilling is an epidemic. Want to know why? Because <laughs> almost every guy, it's to the point where when I'm talking to a new guy, I get anxiety when it comes to like at talking about that first meetup outside of the initial meeting. Like yeah, I, like okay, let's just say y'all met in person, fine. Yeah. But then the next time y'all got to meet, I actually get scared because mm-hmm. I'm like, I know for a fact this is going to make. Or break what I think about this guy. And it's really scary if you actually like him. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just like, oh, God. Like, what is he going to suggest? So, you sit up there like, okay, what do you want to do? I always put the ball in your court. I'm never going to be like, okay, well, I like this restaurant. Because I actually don't even want to go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to be in your quarters, okay? Yeah. So, you're like, you know, today this happens to me. So, this guy was like, maybe we can hang out. So, I said, okay, where? He goes, you can come through and we can chill. Um, excuse me. Fuck out of here. All 25 years of me is done with chilling, okay? <laughs> if you take me seriously, we, we can literally go get a scoop of ice cream. <laughs> we can go to Starbucks. Then we can go to Target. Franklin we can Fountain. go to Franklin Fountain. We can go to Kelly Drive. It's a bunch of free places we can go. But what you're not going to do is ask me to come to your house. First of all, you could be a killer. All right? Mm-hmm. I think men sometimes forget that the biggest threat to women is not even cancer. It's not, like, <laughs> gunshots. It's fucking men. Historically speaking, the number one killer and the harmer of women. So when I find out about you being new, the last thing I want to do is be in your space where you know where all the weapons are and I don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what they forget. That's number one. Then, number two, like, you should, are you not trying to impress me? Exactly. And, like, first of all, my foundation costs way too fucking much to be uh, sitting up in your fucking crib watching you play 2K or watching you smoke. Listen, we're going to go to the fucking park where everybody can see that Anastasia Beverly Hills highlight. We're going to go somewhere (laughs) where we're being seen. And also, like... What was the, um, I was watching ID, and this lady, of course, she um, was dating a man. She killed him, and, right. like, you know, not trying, to sound, not trying to sound insensitive, but, you know, you don't fuck around with people's feelings. <laughs> so a lot of times I watch stuff on ID, and they kill a man, and I be like, oh, what did he do? Because you do when women snap, and something that a fucking man did. Historically. Historically speaking. Mm-hmm. But, like I was saying, um, 
this lady, the, the detective said, called this woman a, a Monday night girl. And a Monday night girl is somebody that you don't go out with on high profile nights like Saturday, mm. uh, Friday, Saturday, even mm. Thursday. So, like, when you do stuff like that, also, like, let's show whatever. It's like, am I a Monday night girl? Like, you know? See, I never thought about that. I never thought of people being like, you don't want to see my black ass <laughs> with people. I be thinking. But you know that what That also comes from my fat girl mentality, too. <laughs> I was like, and my Leo mentality is like, oh, I'm a trophy. <laughs> He's going to. Like, for I didn't always think that. But then one time I went out with a guy, and he ran into a girl, and... Okay, I was totally objectified, but I enjoyed it. He's like, she nice, right? And I just was sitting in there, like, doing, like, a smile, like a cartoon. I'm like, okay, so, like, I'm I'm actually, like, a treasure. Yeah. So I never think about that, like, but just because I don't think like that don't mean nobody not doing it to me. She, so, I always think about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, seriously, though, I have learned from people who do who never want to go out mm-hmm. it's usually because they do got a girlfriend one mm-hmm. they got a girlfriend or they got some, they don't want to you know get caught two they uh just lazy they're yeah. not trying and they want to fuck mm-hmm. and three they ain't got no money okay yeah, exactly. my solution for my dad once told me that there was a point in his life because my dad his house burnt down one time he had nothing he have you know he was working from the ground up. What he made that week in his paycheck is what he had. So during that time, he said he shut Dayton down. He said, I wasn't talking to nobody. Because if I can't do sh- nothing for me, it ain't shit I could do for you. Mm-hmm. So after my dad told me that, like, I was broke for, you know, six months. And for those six months, I, I didn't date anyone. I didn't talk. I didn't even look in a woman's uh, direction because I knew I couldn't spoil her. There was nothing I could do for her. I thought, wow, my dad must really value not only women, but how that woman sees him. Mm-hmm. When you don't have money and you ask me for a, on a date, it shows that you don't even, you don't think that I'm worth saving yeah, up like for. like that fucking nigga who um, asked me out and then was like, um, you know, you want to split or whatever. I'm like, we didn't even discuss this before we got here and you invited me out. <laughs> my nigga... Asking me, what did I want to drink? Asking me. That's so corny. He going to ask you what you want to drink. Ask me what the fuck I wanted to drink. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I want some fries, too, thinking I was like, you know. Yeah. And I was paying for that shit. Thinking you making a come up. Thought I was making a fucking come up. I'm sorry. But no, I I don't like that. Um, I remember one time I went out with a guy. It was just like a terrible, like, less chill situation and I think I talked about this before like I did not like something in my heart told me like you not don't do this with him like you already said mm-hmm. you're not chilling with niggas no more but he was so cute and I was bored so I was like alright I might as well be bored at this nigga house cause I already told him like he not he not hitting so that's just that but when I got there I was so bored and uncomfortable I'm like this is just this is such a waste like I could actually we could be out walking, getting to know each other, but instead, I'm sitting in your crusty ass living room, you know, watching YouTube videos. I'm like, what is up with this? Like, I hate that the art of courting women is dead and gone for most people. Yeah. Now, some people could say that that art is dead because, like, women, y'all so independent these days, and y'all want this, and y'all want that, y'all want this, y'all want that, y'all want to be feminist in every other way, but y'all don't want to pay for y'all own food. It's like, 
Nobody said that. <laughs> yeah, right. Nobody ever said that we didn't want to pay for our own food. Like, ever. So, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of over the chill culture as a 25-year-old woman. I want people to stop. Because it's boring. Because, like, you want to do stuff. Like, I was like, you know, like, it's a person that I'm talking to or whatever. And, like, we did a bunch of fun-ass shit. Like, we (laughs) went to the beach. We went out to dinner. We went, what the fuck else did we do? We went out to brunch. Like, like, Friday from... No, from, like, Thursday to Sunday, we just was doing shit, like, and it was just so fun. Like, it was so fucking fun. And, like, when we went to the beach, we didn't, um, oh, no, and after the beach, then we got something to eat. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is so fun. And I actually felt grown for once. Yeah, but you know what? Like, that's cool if if they have the money. Yeah, if they had the money. As a broke bitch, like, I do understand that, like, you don't have the money No, true, it was fun because I was broke and I was was still fed. But it's, (laughs) like you said, it is. It's stuff, it's fun stuff that you can do. Like, I have fun, like, going to the park or, like, just sitting, like, talking or whatever or just trying something new like or going somewhere that I've never been before like in the city like right. that's fun to me right and like you said once you get comfortable with somebody then the less chill phase is um cute but yeah for that it's just the fuck lazy exactly it's it just is. lazy like um today I had a guy he asked me um to chill with him I said no and he goes why not and I goes because I'm like, you know, 25 years old and I'm not interested in chilling. And he calls me like bougie. Like, like that's another thing that because you don't want to chill with a guy like you're bougie. Eric, do you agree? Like not like bougie? that it's bougie for a girl to not want to chill with a guy. No. Do you ask girls to chill with you like for a first date? Okay, yeah, he doesn't talk to girls. I forgot to Mr. Too Cool for fucking school over here. <laughs> Everybody just come to him. I forgot, my bad. Pretty boy E. Yeah, pretty boy E. Back to our normal ass, ugly ass lives. <laughs> Crusty ass lives of ours. But yeah, I don't know what these people be sipping on. But even though I talk to like my cousins sometimes who are in their 30s and they don't, like I told my cousin one time, like, oh, this Jamaican spot would be a cute place to take a girl on a date. He was like, I don't think these bitches on dates. And he gets women. And I'm just like, well, what is this? Like, what's happening well, here? There's a lot of women, like you said. Well, I don't think there's a lot, but there's a good amount of women that you can probably get over on. Yeah, but because you so, can get over on them, does that, why, the fact that you try to be like, oh, well, you know what, if I don't take this girl on a date, I can still hang with her, that says more about you than it does her. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's what I be telling my cousins. Like, no matter what this girl take, no matter if you get the dicker down for free or not, it still says that you just, damn, you ain't going to take out the Applebee's or nothing to get a, you know, a two for 20. You just going to just try to, all you want to do. And it also, this triggers me. Because ever since you just said chicken wings and fries, we don't go on dates. I'm not going to be yeah. that chicken wing and fry girl. Like, I don't even got to get on a date to do all this, that, and the other. Unless I want to. Unless I don't want to do anything other than chill with you. But, I don't know. I'm yeah, because some niggas, I'm like, alright, like, I really don't want to be seen out. We could just fuck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I've done the you same thing. You be a triple, like, with a, um, with a hoodie on, like the guy from Mean Girls. <laughs> you hoodie and glasses. Uh-huh. You be a line. They be like, y'all together. You be like, uh, no. 
Tequila, can I have some sofritas, please? <laughs> but no, I definitely, um, I get that. There has been some, like, times. What are you doing with your pants, by the way? <laughs> oh, no, they so, like, big. I could just roll them up. Ew. Don't mind me. Anyway, there has been some guys where I have not wanted to go, um, like, on a date with Yeah, them. like the guy with the sneakers, you know. The way I was saying. Your guy with the sneakers? My guy with the sneakers. Why not? You know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be we went out, dead with that freak. No, we went out. No, I felt like I was bamboozled because <laughs> our first date we went out. And this nigga got out the car. And it was too late. We was already in front of David Buster's. <laughs> like, fuck. So, Sabria, um dated a guy with big sneakers and it was not just like no cause alright if you got alright y'all the dick was good so anyway let me go back to the sneakers if you got Eric shut the fuck up if you got big sneakers and you tall nobody would notice right but this nigga's sneakers were so fucking huge <laughs> that Sabria sent them to me and without me being there in person I was like what? what is what is that not what are those but what is that <laughs> And what made it worse is like, I right, listen, I got big feet. I'm not making fun of people with naturally big feet. It's not his feet. It was the sneakers. And they were like, they were like, they were like sneakers that only a, you can get from a doctor. Like the all white sneakers, like Value City, New Balances type of thing. You dated a guy with those sneakers. But, but that, that head was crazy. It better have been. That head had me like speaking tongues. Like, hum, nah, nah, nah. All right. <laughs> Let's settle it down because I can tell that. But no, like, I just imagine, like, while you preparing, like, it's dark, but you still see this white ass, big ass sneaker. <laughs> You know, I was so mortified when I, he got out the car. We was already in front of Dave Buster. There's no turning back. And Dave Buster's is dark, but them sneakers look like they still white. Like, shine bright looking. And I'm nice like, damn, sneakers. I'm with this. I'm like, damn, I'm all looking good with this nigga. But yeah, after that, I was like, um, chicken wings at Franz We don't go all day. They got you out. He embarrassed you one good time. And you was like, you know what? We going to do movie dates. <laughs> No, I had a guy that I didn't go out on dates with, and he literally would ask me all the time. He'd be like, I feel bad for, like, you know, just, like, not taking you on dates. I'm like, don't feel bad, because trust me, Iman ain't never know where she don't want to be. So, trust me. And also, I get really weird about being publicly seen with people. Yeah. So, that's why I say, let's go on Kelly Drive. Let's go, you know to get ice cream let's go for a walk or something like that because one i feel like i could really get to know you and two like i feel like candlelit dates and shit like that like that those intimate settings those are not for people that you do you barely know anyway yeah like this it's just strange it's just strange <laughs> so that about wraps it up i think for our common senses it does you it know does. don't chill with these fuck niggas don't you chill. worth more than that Require a date if you're interested, or at or least sitting on a park bench, people or, watching. Come on, like put some effort in. Like, damn, just just want me, to, just want me to do everything. Just want me to do everything for you, and I don't even know you. Well, you ain't even worth all that. So sorry, I got triggered. But um, yeah, that about ends it for this <laughs> week's episode of Black or Brunch. You got anything coming up? Do I have, um, just if I can work, pray for my wig. I'm about to start working seven days a week and going to the gym. So if y'all see me walking around the city bald-headed, just keep me in your thoughts. I would be so freaked out. Like, just you, like, skin, head, bald. <laughs> I, but 
Okay, so <laughs> she needs a spa day. <laughs> but no, that's it. Just, yeah, just work. Just work. Okay, well, I don't know what I got coming up, actually. I don't, I'm doing, like, a lot of stuff at work recently, and it's just like my days have been blending in together. It's been really, really tough. Um, uh, my little brother just turned 20. Sure. He joined the 20 club. Sheesh. That freaks me out heavily. So I'm going to take. We're going to take him out for his birthday. We're celebrating it. It's like a big milestone in our family. My mom got two kids in their twenties. She old as hell. And we're also. I'm also going to. You know, do some cleaning up. I got my annual. My grandma's annual October dinner coming. I'm sure y'all gonna hear about that because this dinner is just. Oh, it's something shady that happens every year. We try to exclude family members with the invite. Like, this is a very exclusive event. Like, not all family members can come, just the ones that we really, really like. But every year, somebody that we don't really want to show up comes up and show their entire ass. So, I will be keeping y'all posted on those chronicles and the shade that's going on with that. And, yeah. We got any shout-outs for the week? Um, damn. What's, um... Shout outs. I don't know. Okay, well, we can just give a shout out to our new listeners. We see y'all following yeah, us on you. Instagram. Thank you. Shout out to um, the new listeners. Who else? I want to shout out somebody famous. Issa Rae. Yeah, shout out to Issa Rae. For her white ass teeth. For her Jesus fucking Christ. white ass teeth. Also, shout out to um, <laughs> this vegan market that's about to open up a storefront. Where? <laughs> In South Philly. I'm oh, say, nice. I was in South Philly every fucking day. I know. As I transition, like I said, I, I really still need ice cream, but I'm... <laughs> you gonna, need it! Yeah. If I is psycho, y'all. <laughs> no, seriously. If I can have an ice cream IV, I got sick from a milkshake, and I'll probably still go back to the place. <laughs> what you What'd say? You say? Yeah, we should, because she really During this episode? episode? Yeah, this episode. I didn't no, say anything no, about ice cream every episode. episode. I feel like you talk about ice cream every episode. <laughs> what makes me happy is what makes I me like, happy. I feel like you would be the type of thing. You'd be like, yeah, I'm vegan, but I still eat ice cream. <laughs> no, seriously, can that happen? Can you eat cake and ice cream and be vegan? No. What if you just cheat, like, for your birthday? <laughs> no! That, that's then that's why I want to do it. It's too many fucking rules. Like, I don't like... I don't like boundaries. <laughs> we clearly... So... <laughs> anyway, I will go there and eat everything else though. Like I'm, I'm kind of moving away from cheese, with an exception of lasagna, like stretchy mozzarella. So I'm not moving away from cheese. Cheese is wild. I actually eat mozzarella like almost every day. <laughs> so I might not ever be vegan, <laughs> is what I just discovered. But you know what? I'm happy the market is coming for you. And I'll eat with you there. Yo, get her off the mic. <laughs> All right, well, that is wraps it up for this week's episode. Make sure you follow us at Black Girl Brunch on Instagram and BLK Girl Brunch on Twitter. Bye. Peace.